Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The pride, passion, and pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, Heather. Welcome back. Final hour. And by the way, if you missed what Mike Griffith said three hours ago, we are going to play a uh, snippet of that. And uh, if you haven't heard it, you might want to call your friends and neighbors. It's pretty, uh, pretty amazing what he had to say about Nick Saban, Kalen DeBoer, and the Crimson Tide. Uh, This is a very special day for a lot of people. It's the opening of the SEC baseball season. Uh, The conference success speaks for itself. The uh, odds are pretty good that uh, LSU is in a great spot to repeat, although they're not ranked that high, as as high as a couple of other SEC schools. Wake Forest, Arkansas, I mean, it's it's an endless conversation. Kyle Peterson, who, of course, uh, the face of baseball on ESPN and the SEC Network, joining us. Uh, KP, great to have you on on, on opening day. Uh, seems like every year the, the, the schools are fairly similar. Uh, good afternoon, and uh, give us your uh, thoughts on the opening uh, of the season and what it means. Paul, good to talk to you again, Ben. Um, no, it's, I mean, it's exciting. This is when everybody thinks they're pretty good, which is fun. And every fan base thinks that they've they've got a real chance. And you're right; it's a lot of the same, a lot of the same names at the top. A and M's a little bit higher um, than they were at the end of the year last year. I think they're a top ten team. Um, Alabama got back into the top twenty five after their finish last year, but it really, I mean, I think it's Florida, Arkansas, LSU are a notch better than everybody else on paper. But I mean, there's probably another half dozen at least that you could look at and say. Yeah, they've, they've got a legitimate chance to get to Omaha. The league's loaded again. Let me start with LSU because, I mean, they, they lost so many uh, amazing players, but uh, they're still up there because they're obviously uh, – uh, they have a great coach and, and a great tradition. What, what makes them uh, – possi- what, what gives you reason to think that they could possibly do it again? Well, they still get a lot back. I mean, obviously, you lose Cruz uh, and you lose Skeens. Those are the two big ones that, that jump out. But you do get Tommy White back, who had 24 home runs last year. And he was a first-rounder, one of the best hitters in the country. Um, and a few kids that, that I think are going to have pretty good – not necessarily bounce-back years. It's the wrong way to say it, but pretty good sophomore years. Jared Jones was not a full-time guy last year. He kind of was at the end of the year. I know he went deep already today. Uh, and then Paxton Kling, who got – dinged up a little bit I think it'll be an everyday guy for him and, and he should be able to put up numbers too and then obviously it's you know it's a transfer portal they got one of the best arms in the portal Luke Coleman who was at Alabama uh, and they're starting shortstop who led off for him today Michael Braswell was at South Carolina so you fill a few spots in you get a guy like Tommy White back that you know is is going to bang and some kids grow up a little bit and I, I think it's it's going to be LSU looking like LSU again 
You mentioned Florida. They've been there so many times uh, with Sully winning the title a couple of years ago and uh, nearly getting there again recently. Uh, what makes them so special? Well, Jack Caglione to start. I mean, he's, you know, he's kind of the, the college baseball version of Shohei. And I think from an offensive standpoint, I mean, he, you know, he had 33 home runs last year. So it's, it's as good a raw power as there is in the country. And if he can throw strikes on the mound, it's as good a left-hander as there is in the country. So, I mean, you, you, you have this combination of stuff that nobody else does. They lose Wyatt Langford, who was one of the best hitters in the nation. But what they do have coming back is a staff that I think is going to be really good. And they're high on a freshman named Liam Peterson. Um, we'll see if they defend the way they have. They've been a really good defensive team since Sully's been there. And I don't know if this team's going to be quite as good. Again, transfer guys, they get Colby Shelton, who – Hit over 20 home runs last year at Alabama. Alabama's a top 20 team and lost two of the top transfers in the entire country. Both stayed in the league. Uh, but Shelton's going to be a big part of that Florida lineup. And one other school, and obviously we'll talk to you as the season goes on, but Arkansas came, what, six, seven years ago within a, 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 an out of winning the College ball. World Series. Uh, but, they, yeah. but they're always up there. Uh, talk a little bit about the Razorbacks. Um, they'll really pitch it. Hagen Smith, who wasn't great today, but he will be great as, as the course of the season goes on. Um, and again, I mean, they, they got some really big transfers. A kid named Wahalo Aloy from Sac State that was a, had a big-time freshman year last year, comes in and should hit in the middle of that lineup, should play right in the middle of of, uh, of their infield. I, I, I mean, Dave Van Horn every single year is going gonna, is gonna to go get guys. And, and the one thing he doesn't do a lot is he doesn't play a lot of freshmen a whole lot. Um, they're always a little bit older. They're always a little bit more experienced. It's the exact same thing this year. But if I had to pick one of those three right now, I think I'd probably pick Arkansas just for what they have on the mound and then the thump that they potentially have at the plate. They're pretty balanced. Uh, I mean, we could say with the SEC all afternoon, but uh, Wake, Wake is expected to have a monster team. Uh, are, are they yeah. the best shot outside of the SEC? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and definitely not the only, but um, – Wake's loaded. I mean, Wake was loaded to start, and then they got Chase Burns, the right-hander from Tennessee, that was up to 102 last week in his last uh, tune-up before the start of the regular season. Yeah, I, I I think it's hard to say that anybody on paper is better than Wake. I mean, we all know that that, that doesn't end up usually being the team that wins the whole thing. Um, but Wake looks like an SEC team, the way – they are from a power speed and, and really power on the mound standpoint. They're, they are as complete as anybody in the country. Kyle Peterson, uh, we really uh, are excited always to have you on, and we will talk to you as the season gets going here. It's, well, it's getting – it's already started, but as it gets a little uh, deeper. Thank you so much, Kyle. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, man. Always great to talk to you. See you, Paul. KP, KP joining us uh, on the beginning of the baseball season. You'll see plenty of games here soon. Uh, we started the show three hours ago with Mike Griffith, and I know uh, a lot of people are upset. Not really sure what he said if you didn't hear it. Uh, this is a, uh, a snippet of what Griff had to say earlier today. And Georgia doesn't think too much. Kirby doesn't think too much about Alabama. Georgia fans really, you know, the, really the October 19th game at Texas is, is the big headache. Uh, there's an F1 race that weekend. Georgia fans having tickets get 
having a hard time getting tickets for that game. They're looking at that as probably the game that's going to decide the SEC in Texas next year. And and, and to me, that that's what I've heard more about is the game in Austin. Griff, you, Texas are, are you, are, do I need season. to remind you that, that before that game in, in Austin, the dogs have a game in Tuscaloosa on September 28th? Oh, I'm, I'm very well aware. Listen, I'm with you. I think that's a game that should be a focal point. But, you know, what you're asking me what I'm hearing and, Okay. I'm hearing a lot about Texas and the threat to Texas and Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, that's a staff that's been in place. That's a team that beat Alabama by 10 points in Tuscaloosa last year. Uh, that's an impressive program that Steve Sarkeesian's built. And, and they're a real threat to the SEC with their, with their budget. So I, I, to me, I think that's the big threat right now. People talk about Texas and Georgia at the top of the SEC. And then you, you get into the second tiers, the Alabamas, the Tennessees, the LSUs. Old misses in Missouri's. Stacy is up next in Birmingham. Oh, fine, bomb. Just some people you can't listen to, and Mike Griff is one of them. So when he didn't mention Alabama, that let me know right then he was off his rockers. All right. Paul, pull up that list again. You were just talking to Larry, and you pulled you pulled up a call of the. Call of the year list. Pull that list up again. You got it up, Paul? Well, it'll take a second. I mean, we're, we have it now. And uh, it's Legend, Dwayne, Squirrel, JK. Those are the first four. This is a projection. Okay. And what's the, what's the uh, last four out? Uh, oh, you're, oh, I forgot. You're, you are one of the, uh, Dominic and Stacy are among the, you're the last four in the tournament. But you know what? I agree with Larry. It's Reed. Because J.K. shouldn't be nowhere in there. J.K. shouldn't be nowhere on the list. But see, yeah. I don't worry about the list anyway. Because I just call in and tell the truth. But J.K. name shouldn't be nowhere on the list. J.K. shouldn't even call into hey, the uh, show. Hey, listen, uh, uh, Stacy, I appreciate your uh, your producing of the list. But we, we, we will update Monday. And there's a good chance... It will change. Well, that's good. And well, there's a good chance this call Paul, will probably uh, affect your ranking. You think so? Yeah, I do. Well, if, if, it, if, it do, if it does, then that's just going to further prove Larry's statement that it's rigged. It's rigged. Well, uh, first of all, Stacey, it is not, nothing is rigged because it, it's, it, it's a projection right now. So uh, it could only okay, be well, rigged if someone actually influences the outcome. It hasn't even started yet. I mean, I feel like I'm well, watching. Uh, I feel like I'm watching CNN right now. Everybody's accusing everything else of being rigged, and uh, I mean, this well, is we a go, we go, this is a we go, we caller go, check it out. tournament. Okay, it's we, not, well, you know, you it's not rigged until we say it's rigged. Okay, I'll call you back when it's updated then. We'll, we'll call that? you, Stacy. Let's go to another guy who's on the bubble. Dominic from Pittsburgh. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? Hey, Dominic. I wanted to talk to you about a few things related to Alabama football. Okay. First, I don't care what planet you're from, but there is no way someone ranks the Penn State Pussycats ahead of Bama in any poll related to football. Their offense is about as good as Iowa's. I have no idea what that moron was thinking. He should lose his job, don't you think so? 
I don't think anybody should lose his job, uh, but but I appreciate your, your opinion, Dominic. Thanks, Paul. But also, yesterday you talked about some of the transfers Bama lost and mentioned McLaughlin leaving as an issue. And by the way, I, 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 I forgot to mention that the Washington, I think the Washington Center has transferred to Alabama. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. But that McLaughlin guy, he's got a better chance making a, a, a the Buckeye bowling team the way he snaps. And, yeah, like you said, we can get that Parker Brailsford kid, and that'd be a big upgrade. We just need to find an O-line coach. That is correct. You're, you're on message tonight, Dominic. Yep. And one last thing. I got to put my black hat on from legend for this one first. I got an idea for Mike Griffith this weekend. Go home, sit in front of your TV, and go on demand and rewatch that SEC championship and realize that Bama are the SEC champions and Georgia better not overlook that September game. Me and my buddies call people like him that make stupid comments like that. Shit for brain. Roll damn tie, Paul. See you later, buddy. Did he say what I thought he said? Did this little kid say what I thought he said? Oh, my goodness. He's 12 years old. Cat Daddy, would you let a 12-year-old talk like that? Uh, I got to follow that kid. Oh, no. Well, I'll tell you one thing. If that was my, if that was my mom or daddy, I'd be in the backyard with a bar of soap down my throat. Wow. Now, a lot of you may not have heard that, but Cat Daddy did because he was on hold. But you can imagine what the, what the kid said. Yeah, I... <laughs> It ain't too hard, folks. Just, uh, you know, use your imagination. But I was kind of shocked when I heard it myself. But if I bomb, I must be true. It made my whole thought of, uh, train of thought just go crazy. But uh, if you would like to continue, I do have a, an observation. Yeah, absolutely. Please. <laughs> you have to. Man, uh, yeah. Would somebody, uh, Randy, would you help me off the floor here after Dominic said what he did? Blank for brains from a 12-year-old? <laughs> Eh, day in the morning. That was my 12-year-old. He'd be sleeping outside. Hey, day in the morning. Well, I'd have had my mouth washed out. Oh, yeah. So uh, I'm uh, uh, me too. Uh, anyway, just to get away from him, and uh, I hope he understands what he did wrong. I'm sure his mom and dad talked to him. But anyway, y'all talk about putting uh, uh, the coach down there with the, on the same stage, Saban and Pat McAvee. Man, that's like mixing gasoline in the water. Yeah, uh, I think you're right about that. Have you thought about the, the what could happen between those two? I mean, you know, I trust Coach Saban knows what he's doing. I'm sure he's got something in his contract that, but uh, uh, he he'll, he'll make it. He'll he'll survive uh, anyone on that set. Oh well, I say that. There's a couple of people he might not survive, but I think he'll be okay with McAfee. Yeah, well, he made Dion all right. I'm sure he'll do all right with Matt. Good luck, Coach, on that new gig you got. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you, Cat Daddy. Yes, and we are going to the break uh, as we try to pick ourselves up after Dominic goes rogue on us here on a Friday night. We're back after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. 
They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMSS.com slash Paul. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMSS.com slash Paul. Hardments are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Welcome back. Final 40 minutes of the show. Jim is next. Hey, Jim. Day of the first and the first week I called. You recall that, I'm sure, don't you? I do. Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm, I'm going to tell you what, Paul. I mean this. That kid, and he's, he's a grown man at 12, really, in my opinion. I said the other day he's like 12 going on 35. He is, he is fantastic. I think he's got a phenomenal future. He's smart. He, he's not as good as I was, and I'll tell you why. He doesn't have the, ability, the uh, experience of ball playing like I had, which I could talk about. But he's, um, I'm telling you, I love that kid. I love his calls. They're great. They're calm and collected. Then he gets raving. I love his, all his gears are good. He has first, second, and third, and, and overdrive. And he is really, he's really outstanding. And that comes from page 54. That was quite a compliment coming from the GOAT. Well, I really mean, I love his call. I mean, I think, don't you think, I think he's fantastic. Oh, no, I, I agree. Um, I think he, uh, I mean, I would advise him to, uh, you know, realize this is a family show, but he'll, he'll learn. Yeah, and I know and that's part of the Yankee stuff. And he's, a, he's a Yankee. His daddy's a Yankee, I'm now, sure. Now, Jim, did they talk? I mean, I, I don't listen. When I was a kid, if I said that, I mean, I'd end up across the room. I didn't hear what uh, he said, Paul. I didn't hear what he well, said. Well, I, I can't repeat it, but he used a, uh, an expletive that, you know, he said blank for brains. He said, who was, who was he talking about, Mike Griffith? <laughs> well, he got that right. Get the hold of Gissing, Paul. He got that right. Well, I, mean, I, I agree. He, he did get it right, but he just shouldn't have said I it. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, by the way, yeah. He, and he'll learn that. He got it right. He'll You're learn right. that after a, few, after a few expellings like you've given him once before. Yeah. But I'm telling you, the kid and the passion, but the, it's the eloquence he's got. He eloquence, has a calmness absolutely. about him that is far beyond his years. Well, uh, he could learn from you, uh, that's for sure. But he's on a, he, He's off to a good start. Well, I would. You know, I've taught people before. Believe it or not, I taught. I taught. I, I better watch what I say. But I taught the guy in Tuscaloosa, 
the one that sat in next to you 12 years ago and you told him you'd like to have me on the show four oh, hours yeah, a day. I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, I sure did. And, 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 that, and that's what he told me. You said he was with you and I didn't know it. He was with, sitting with you in the studio at ERC. But I'm telling you, I really believe, I mean, I would love to tell, uh, help, uh, if he wants me to help him, uh, Dominic. I will, uh, I'll you, mention that. Uh, I've met both him, uh, I've met Dominic and his, two, and his parents, and uh, that would be a good lesson for him to, to talk to the master. Well, I, f- I appreciate you saying that because I'm not going to disagree with you, and I think it's, you're right. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you this, I, and I'm not throwing any bad water on his daddy, but I, I learned a lot of that expletive stuff from my daddy from the time I was three years old, and it gets ingrained in you, Paul. Oh, you no, listen, I heard it, too. I heard, I heard things I shouldn't have heard when I was younger. And, you know, you probably said it on, uh, on, in the classroom or around the class. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, of you, course You I just get in the habit of hearing what your daddy says. Absolutely. You love your daddy, you respect him, and your daddy has passion, and you learn that kind of stuff from him. You have to dislearn it. But I'm, I'm just telling you, yeah, I love to tutor that guy. He don't need much tutor. He can tutor. He's the best caller on the show right now, Paul. I promise you. I mean that. Well, that's and good. I really mean that. Well, uh, I'll see. Uh, I'll see if uh, I'll see what I can do. I don't. I think we can. We can help that. All right. Good deal. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, Jim. I man is up next. Well, good afternoon there, Paul. How's it going? Very well. Thank you. You know, I might have to respectfully disagree with everything Jim just said. First off, the little feller, and I'm talking about the little feller just called in a little while ago, but you know, the little kid, he's, uh, he's got a sense of entitlement, typical Dan Bammer. And, uh, <laughs> and, and, and I tell you what, if he was, if he was a kid of mine, my grandkid, I'd make his ass go out and get a switch, one that I approved of, and I'd tear his ass up. I mean, it, it, at this point, if you don't teach these kids some respect, uh, it, it, anyway, moving past that trash, just okay. moving past it. Uh, you know, Paul, I think you, you and Griffith do well because Griffith takes you to the cutting edge of the truth. And, when, and, and, you know, when he told you and reminded you that Spurrier said that this guy was, at, at Alabama was a three-year coach, uh, he, he's serious. He's, still, he's giving you an honest opinion. You ask him what the people in Georgia were saying. He gave you an honest opinion, and, and he just tell, he's just telling it like it is. People in Georgia just don't give a damn about, about Alabama because they're going to go over and kick that ass, and when Auburn goes up there at the end of the year, we're going to book in their ass. It'll be a Georgia win and an Auburn win in Bryant-Denny. Uh, Nepal, I mean, I don't need to give you a black hat or, or a hair joke or anything like that, but, you know, when you were – younger and when i was younger we was kind of hanging out we kind of hung out with our friends and stuff and did you know did our friend things and had fun what do you think prison uh you know when when legend was at the uh, school you know on his scholarship you know away for a while what do you think him and his husband did in their spare time have a good day war damn eagle we're going to take a short break you're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. 
With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. We are back in the final 30 minutes of the week. AJ is up next. You know, Paul, ha- have a cup of coffee brewing right here. Only tell the fine bomb nation, these bunch of groupies over there that are thinking that I called in yesterday, or I'm the one that's uh, Luther. That is, I'm not Luther. I don't have a laughing hyena, but, uh, you know, I enjoyed his call. Set that record straight. But I'm going to tell you something. Jim Jones. I'm going to tell you something, Jim Jones. You come on here quoting Bible scripture. You come on here giving uh, Bible study. You come on giving prayer conferences. You come on here giving revivals. And you want to sit there and tell me that it's okay for that young man to sit there and talk like that? Jim, what kind of scum of the oh, well, it was my daddy. Well, the Bible didn't work when you did it to him. You didn't follow the rules and what it says then because it would have cleaned up your mouth. You don't ever get in here and support a 12-year-old kid talking trash and talking so bad that he gets the fine bomb pimp slap button from the profanity. I mean, Jim, what kind of scum of the earth can you actually be, you know? I mean, this this beats all I ever seen, Paul. This wasn't even going to be my call today. But I can tell you what it is. It is a call to... Satan himself, Jim from Tuscaloosa, Lewis, born in 1951, older than damn dirt, going to sit there and talk about, I mean, you give me a break, Jim. I'm so damn mad, Paul. I, I could chew nails right now. I, 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 boy, I mean, I'm, I mean, I ain't never felt like Charles from real town like I do now. I'm way out of character, but I can tell you this, Jim, that is sorry that is low down, and I hope you would raise. I hope you wouldn't raise your kids like that because, you know, you're a worthless waste of oxygen, Jim. Jimmy is up next in Chicago. Hello, Jimmy. Hey, Paul. Uh, I've got to say, this is, I think, the third interview you've done with Griffith since uh, DeBoer became the coach, and. Man, oh, man, you talk about bitter. 
I don't think Griffith's ever going to get over that Bama loss. Do you? I no, mean, I just don't. The way with his tone and and just everything, and I, I mean, from the very first interview that you did with him, uh, he made it a point to ridicule divorce stint at University of Sioux Falls. And some of college football's greatest coaches got their start as head coaches at, at small schools. Uh, ask anybody in the Big 12 if uh, if Lance Leipold wasn't qualified to be coaching at the big at the Power Five level, and the problems he's given everybody in just his short time at Kansas. As a matter of fact, I think he was the leading candidate for the uh, uh, Washington job, and then he. Um, you know, said he was very happy at Kansas, but did, you know, uh, give some suggestions for other candidates. But, man, oh, man. And and, and for him to say that uh, he could be a one- or two-year coach and then he groups Alabama into the second tier of the SEC, I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess, Griff, I'd like to hear him uh, uh, ask Dan Lanning, his guy, uh, if DeBoer was qualified to coach at this level since he's 3-0 and against Lanning in his two years at Washington, inherited a 4-8 and program, and was uh, the coach of the year in the Pac-12 both years he was in the league. Uh, I'd like to hear Griff ask Sark, who went 0-2 against DeBoer, uh, and, and divorced two years at Washington. If he's qualified to coach at this level, one and zero against Lincoln Riley. I mean, how can you be a, a, a reporter at a program like Georgia and not, evidently not more know more than he does about the Alabama head coach? I mean, am, am I kind of out of bounds here? I mean, shouldn't he be a little bit more? You know, aware of the backgrounds of a, a, a background of a coach like that with that kind well, of. Well, sometimes uh, you can be a little too close to the sun, which in this case the sun is Kirby Smart. Um, yeah, very true, very true. And uh, but man, oh man, he he is just uh, again. You, you could just tell he, he's just he's just bitter. But I tell you, uh, it might be. A great idea for you once the season begins to, you know, bring him in every Monday or Tuesday of football season. You know, it'd be kind of like the old World Championship Wrestling days with Gordon Soley, where you know he'd have the Iron Sheik or yeah, I think or, we do have him on every week. Uh, on the air. No, you're right, uh, Jimmy. We we usually have uh, thanks for the call by the way. We usually have Griff on every Thursday, and um, listen, that's his opinion. Uh, Anybody who has watched Griff on this show for the last couple of years know, know, how, know how he feels. Uh, let's take some more phone calls. Eugene is in Kentucky. Hello, Eugene. Good evening, Paul. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, I want to follow up on an interview you done with John Clay from the Lexington Herald-Leader earlier in the week. I don't yes. exactly recall what day that was. Uh, but he was talking about uh, John Calipari's struggles in Kentucky and and I just want to say I've met John Calipari twice, and, and I think John is a good guy. I think uh, he's, uh, you know, he's, he, he grew up with humble beginnings. He's a humanitarian, did a lot of good charity work uh, throughout the Lexington Fayette County area. Uh, the only problem is I, I don't think Kentucky basketball is a philanthropic venture, so to no, speak. No, no, it's not. And, 
And, and the truth of the matter is, since 2015, albeit with the exception of maybe one year, Kentucky's been irrelevant. And, uh, you know, the, the reason why the 2015 loss was so crushing to Kentucky fans was not only, you know, losing the undefeated season, losing to Wisconsin, but it basically gift-wrapped a national championship to Duke. Uh, but, uh, you know, overall, you know, you've covered Alabama football for so many years, and I just wanted to ask, you know, if, if Nick Saban hadn't won an SEC championship since 2015 and hadn't reached the CFP once since 2015, would he still be as lauded as he is by Alabama? No, he wouldn't. Uh, and I think ultimately he would have left because the pressure and the negativity, uh, even for somebody like that, would have been too much. And, and that's really, uh, you know, Cal had that one year, I think, when he lost to, was it North Carolina in the Elite Eight? Uh, but other than that, uh, he may have lost to Auburn in, this, in a similar situation, but you're, you're right. Uh, the program has slipped. Uh, I read an article by Dan Woken today uh, in USA Today that essentially said it's over for him. I, I, I don't know that. You're closer to it. But there is a big disconnect right now. Yes, I couldn't agree more. And, uh, you know, listen, the, the one thing that he really said that irked me is, uh, you know, during the COVID year, he said, well, you know, I, I think we would have won the national championship that year. Well, yeah. you know, every program could say that. I mean, you know, that's, uh, if that's something to buy more time, and, and I think that they've largely, uh, you know, struggled this year, so to speak. But, but you know the deal, uh, Eugene. Uh, I mean, at, at the end of last year, everyone said, well, this recruiting class i mean it's all you can't live on next year's recruiting class at some point you have to perform and i think what i do agree you know clay clay may have uh, you know given him a little too much rope but i mean i think something's got to happen here in these next three to two to three weeks uh because you know tomorrow i mean i, I don't see a win tomorrow at, at auburn and and that just makes it more complex from a seating standpoint i would i would completely agree and once again i really appreciate you taking my call Thank you very, very much. Um, we, try to, we try to bend over backwards when somebody feels like they have been mischaracterized on this show. So we are going to uh, allow thank you, you. Thank you very much, Paul. Thank you, thank you very much, Paul, because that, that needs straightening out. You heard my call. I never, uh, I never agreed with the, with the, uh, with the expletives. You know, we talked about that. I, I said I would, I would try to help. I would like to help uh, uh, Dominic about not doing that. And this scumbag, I'm telling you, what I'm, I'm going to tell you what I believe, what I know. This scumbag you have on every day, this jackass AJ, he's headed to hell in a handbasket. He's as he's big a heathen, lying scumbag as you've ever had, including Legion. He's the, this guy, AJ, is the worst you've ever seen. He lies about somebody's faith and what they've said and not said. He told, you heard what he said. Everything he said was a stinking damn lie. And that's and he's he's. I learned this in the pool. one one of the big things I learned in the pool room when I started playing pool at twelve years old. It was filled with lying, trash, scumbags from the worst side of town. That's what this guy is. AJ, you can see his thinking picture. He does look like a, you know, I I like there's some good used cars, but there's some sorry ones too. He looks like the sorriest used car salesman trying to wear those glasses, trying to hide his face. Wearing his stupid uh, white shirt and, t and tie, which that's all camouflage, trying to make him look like he's decent. There's nothing decent about AJ. He's a lying, freaking scum. And I'm not, and, and, and I am a Christian. I don't, uh, maybe I don't represent it, but I, I tell you one thing, AJ, 
Well, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch what I say about my faith, but I guarantee you I am God's child, and I have to, And you got to be born again to get there. And you ain't born again at nothing but from your father, the devil. The Bible calls about the lies of being the sons of the father of the devil, who is that Satan. That's who you represent. That's who you represent every day. You're the lowest form of scum that ever called this show. I appreciate you letting me say that, Paul. I'm just so fired up about scum lies like him and Squirrel and, and other people that are just out of line. And you know for a fact, I didn't say any of that, that he claimed I said regarding uh, Dominic and, 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 and supporting his cousin. I did not. You, you know that, right? I do know that. Thank you, Jim. Thank you. Thank you very much. Hmm. We are short on time, so we'll... we'll yeah, the, once you open the door, you can't close it. And I've opened the door, so shame on me. AJ uh, wants to respond to Werewolf night. Let me tell you something, Jim. You scum of the earth. I will sit there and encourage everybody in the Fire Bomb Nation to get on ESPN. And they can get on a podcast here in just a little while, about 30 minutes after the show's over with. And they can sit there and re-listen to exactly what I said was the truth, exactly what you just said, Jim, because you are exactly what I thought you was. You are the you're Satan's child. That is. And you need to be put in the box like John talks about. And you need to be surveyed. And he needs to walk around there and look at you every day and tell you exactly what you are, Jim. You are a liar. You're a deceitful. And you're a piece of garbage. And you're not going to sit there and tell me that you're going to condone a 12-year-old's vocabulary that gets him cut off on the on the show and then sit there and act like you're some kind of Pope John Paul the Third. So let me tell you something, Jim. I know you're partial to twelve year olds. But to hell with you, Jim. Thanks, AJ. We have to go to a break because we're almost out of time. Uh, back with a few more minutes right after this. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. A couple of great meets straight ahead. Florida, Missouri, and Auburn at LSU. Expired is up next. Hello, Expired. Hey, Paul, how's it going? We're doing great, thank you. It seems like you're doing great. I just wanted to weigh in on a one, two, three things real quick with Jim from Tuscaloosa, who's 
Favorite word is pathetic, by the way. Let me tell you something, Jim. Number one, you're a pathetic person. Number two, you're a pathetic caller. And number three, you're a pathetic Christian. Have a great weekend, Paul. Great call, AJ. Go to hell, Jim. Later. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show Podcast.